Hello, welcome. We're 30 for Knowledge. I'm George. I'm Danny. And today we're 30 for Games. In, and instead of Knowledge. Instead of Knowledge, but Games Knowledge. But it's still Knowledge, Danny. It's still, it's all important. It's just as important. It's just more important to some people than others. Yeah. And I mean, we care about this. Probably a bit too much. Probably yeah. a bit too much, definitely. <laughs> so we're talking about uh, announcements, trailers, gameplay that has come out of E3 2021. E3 2021. So, so we're a bit late with this, but still we'll give our insights, our very professional insights. Uh, before we get started, I want to ask, just because it's been a funny old year. Yes, it has been. There wasn't really E3 2020. It was more like a, a summer spread of... Was sure. it was was there a lot of like zooms involved? Was there? I kind of missed it. I kind of missed it, and I think there wasn't Step a lot. It. I don't think there was a lot going on. It was it was a lot. I think there was basically company X is giving a presentation of all the upcoming stuff, which isn't too dissimilar from E three of this year. But... And then only people who really cared about yeah. it listened yeah. to those. Like, I imagine losers like me. I mean, I probably should have said I've like baked sourdough through it rather than stuff through it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah, E3 2021 was a it's thing. It's happening, it's real. It's, it's happened. It's happened. Okay. And, uh, and, and and there was numerous announcements and uh, numerous things coming out. No hardware. It was all games. Um, and the main players all talked except Sony, which is kind of par for the course at this point. Question about hardware. So there was no reveal of the Nintendo Switch Extra. There's no. There was no... New Nintendo Switch, mo- Nintendo Switch model reveal. No, no, no. The the alleged Pro wasn't uh, announced. Or so acknowledged. speaking about this, air quotes quo, air quotes Pro. Apologies. Like, does that is that a thing in terms of what are we expecting from that? It is apparently because if you, if you remember now, it, uh, the Switch has been out for about five years now. Okay, which is kind of shocking to me. Because uh, I think I've yeah, played, like, mad, I think I've played like three games on it. There's so many things now that I'm in 31 that make me feel old. <laughs> and okay. even just the Switch being five years old. No, it's not, is it? 2017. Oh, 17, 18, 19, no, that makes you feel really old. I think I think that's what half this podcast is, just realising how old I we are. I feel like I've just got a Switch. <laughs> I feel like I've just got it. I it's, it's still a brand new thing to me. It's been five years. I never, I'm, I'm ashamed of it. I, don't I, I, know never, I'm, I'm, I never, I'm so ashamed of it. I never got on, on the Animal Crossing bandwagon. Oh, me and my housemate definitely got on that. Yeah. I, I, I feel like Animal Crossing villages are going to be, in, in a couple of years, they're going to be what Nintendogs were on the DS where everyone <laughs> loved them and now they're just abandoned somewhere on some unused, uncharged DS. <laughs> There's just a bunch of like dogs, virtual just dogs somewhere virtual just dogs. like forever starving. Yeah, pretty much. Forever dying. But instead it's a whole town. Oh, I can't imagine a worse town. On that note. On that note. On that note. So that was 2021. Uh, and the Pro, the Switch Pro was allegedly, is allegedly a thing that's coming out. Um, it's improved hardware, a much better screen, much more powerful internals. Joy concept don't break after 20 seconds of use okay kind of apparently you know we can dream uh but but the important thing is it wasn't announced okay. so it's no news it's no news on that regard. so uh moving moving on we're going to let's talk about news that we're, actually, we're, we're going to talk there. about stuff that did get that, there was that there. Did get announced. now a lot of things got announced there were a lot of shows we didn't watch any of them you definitely didn't watch any of them. Absolutely. I watched the highlights of some of them. Okay. Um, namely, the Xbox One mostly. Well, the important thing is, is you're more informed than I am. Well, well there we go. That, that's something. Yeah. Um, and so I watched the highlights of the Xbox show and the Nintendo Switch Direct. Uh, the Nintendo Direct. Okay. Mostly because those are the consoles I am now invested in. Now that I've got an Xbox, I want Xbox to win. <laughs> Whereas before I didn't care. Now, so, now I want them to do well. Important disclaimer: both Danny and I have a PlayStation Four. We both have an Xbox Series X and S X X S. We both have an the wiggly one. Xbox Series S. Wow, there's a lot of letters in there. I mean, personally, I'm PS Five is going to be my next, my main next gen console. Waiting until there's actually games that I want to play on it. Apart from Mars Morales, there's a lot of money to invest in one game. Yep. I'm I'm not going to get to PS5 anytime soon. My brother has a PS5, and it looks comically big. Really? Like it's it's. I was talking to someone else about this the other day, and he was like, "I don't even think I can actually fit a PS5 in my like entertainment unit." And he was like, "I don't know where I'd put it." And I said, "If you you don't need a TV unit if you have a PS5, you can just put a PS5 on a floor and <laughs> put your TV on top of it. You can use it as the base. Just build everything around. Just put everything on a PlayStation. It is ridiculous." 
ridiculously massive. Um, I was going to say, when something like God of War 2 comes out, I'd be down to get to PS5. But then they announced it's coming to PS4. And Horizon, the next one, is also going to be on PS4. So it makes you question how many improvements they're going to be. I'm sure there will be. Able to be across both. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm sure uh, there'll be noticeable differences. Like the developers already said you know, with like Horizon Forbidden West that the underwater effects in PS5 are going to be miles uh, better than on PS4. But I'm not bothered. I'm not super bothered about that. Like yeah. as long as long as the gameplay doesn't get interfered with and the story doesn't get interfered with, which I can't imagine it ever would. I don't mind too much. What playing on PlayStation Four? Yeah, as long as it's not, you know, compl- like as long as it's not Jank City, I'm happy to play on PS4. So, do you feel like? Because I know you, I've never played Cyberpunk um, <laughs> 2033. 77. 77. Yeah. Same difference. Before Battlefield Two. <laughs> oh my god! It's before <laughs> Battlefield 2042, but after Cyberpunk 2077. I've never played it, but I know you've played it on. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 or on PC? On the base. Uh, I played Cyberpunk 2077 when it first came out on my base PS4. So I wonder how the experiences would have changed had you played on PlayStation 5. I know launch day was a complete mess, but um, had you played on like a next-gen console, maybe the experience would have been better. But then I do worry about being a PS4 owner. I know I will eventually get PlayStation 5, but I'm not going to buy any games now for my PS4 when I can get them on PS5, mm-hmm. when I eventually get one. Yeah, no. Because it's, it's the correct I, 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 I want the full experience. Yeah. And so, are these companies making two games at the same time? No. So, if we use Cyberpunk as the example. So, Cyberpunk runs both on PS4 and PS5. So, I'm, I'm only going to talk about the PlayStation side of things for the moment. And the way it worked was, what you're doing, if you're not playing a PS5 version, you're playing the PS4 version on a PS5 that's what you're doing. It has not been optimized for PS5. It has not been. It has not been optimized to make use of all the graphics power and the faster loading and stuff. But just because of the nature of the hardware, it just runs better, anyways. Whereas it ran at like sub thirty, you know, sub twenty on PS4. On PS5, it ran at like a smooth sixty. The problem is, it still had the same bugs, the same glitches, the same issues. So you get. It's all the same bugs, but in a higher frame rate. So you're essentially playing a game on a better computer rig. Yeah. CD Projekt Red have already said that they're... On a better graphics card, basically. Essentially, yeah. More RAM, a higher processor, all that kind of Mm. stuff. Uh, CD Projekt Red are still planning to put out next-gen versions of Cyberpunk out. Oh, really? For PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, all that kind of good stuff. But their roadmap is a joke. (laughs) No, no, I mean, like, literally, the roadmap says... It's like patch one was like February 2021. Patch two was February 2021. And then it just goes like next gen version. And it's just the second half of the year. Like it's not like a month. Uh. Or anything. It's just sometime in 2021, we will release more. And it's like, all right, thanks. Great. Thanks, thanks, thanks CDPR. Thanks, that ballpark. Yeah, cool. So, uh, so yeah, so I did play Cyberpunk 2077 on a base PS4. It was garbage. And I got it refunded ASAP. I mean... It's difficult, isn't it? Because CD Projekt Red had The Witcher 3 and I absolutely adored that game. I got into that later on in life, like long after it been out and around the time The Witcher series was coming out on Netflix as well. My whole life just became Witcher because I was like, I've been playing Witcher, I was watching Witcher. Yeah, just in all it. of my downtime, I was so invested in it and I felt this weird, having not read the books, I felt this weird superiority <laughs> knowing characters from the TV series or from the game or vice versa. Um, but I absolutely adored the game and it just worked so beautifully and the world was so wonderful and like everything just came together beautifully. It's just quite hard to imagine that this same company would end up making a lot of mistakes with Cyber Project, yeah. uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah, no, it's, it's very difficult to believe, but speaking as someone who played it, believe me, it's... it's Sound enough. It's, it's real. It, it, I mean, from my understanding, the PC version was like a lot better and people didn't have anywhere near as many bugs, but yeah, not great. Not great. Yeah. Anyways. Let's stop talking about old games. That's the past. We're talking about the future. That is the past. That is the past. 2077 is the past. So we're going to start... Uh, <laughs> what we're going to do, we've got a list of games that did get announced or had updated trailers or right. new news. And we do, I mean, we're not going to cover everything. It's basically, we're going to cover like five or six of the biggest things. And we're just who gonna, was there? What they were there, wearing? What they were wearing? What time they got there? What did they have for lunch? Just so many things. So many things. What did Battlefield 2042 have for lunch? We just won't know. I don't know. Just, Bullets. Bullets. There's bullets and sand. Electricity. 
We'll start with Battlefield 2042. Okay, so, so... I've just seen the it, trailer. It was a lot of trailer. Yeah. It's a lot, but I think... Uh, but we mentioned this a little bit before. It's le- I think it's leaning a lot more into the wacky side of Ooh. Battlefield. <laughs> I don't know if you can call it the wacky <laughs> side of war. But it's... it's a, because Where the, war is going. This... this yeah, pretty much. Um, this... Not this trailer. The, a previous bit of footage that, they, that you mentioned about where they show... A player like like shooting out of a jet, oh, yeah. using a rocket launcher to take yeah. out another jet, and then landing in in their own jet again. It is completely not realistic. Probably isn't where war is heading, but it's where Battlefield has been, mm-hmm. famously famously with Battlefield Three. And it seems that after Battlefield Three and Four, and then going into more period pieces with Battlefield One and Battlefield Five, make that number sequence whatever you want of it. Um, they seem to have gone like, well, we can't really keep doing World War stuff because... Especially when you've got Call of Duty doing the same thing as you all yeah. the time. Well, I mean, well, that's the thing. Because Call of Duty... I mean, what, I know they've got, they've got their own gameplay, yeah. they've got their own style of game, but it's just... it's just with These are the two big war games mm-hmm. and it's, you know, the parallels of where they go constantly yeah. is just like, oh, they're in the future, we'll be in the past, okay, yeah. we're going to the future, now they're in the past. Exactly. and and But I think what they're doing here where... They're taking parts of an initial branding because they did have Battlefield 2041 back in the day. Okay. And now they've got 2042 just to screw up the naming system even more. But it's they're leaning into almost the memes of Battlefield 3 and that kind of play style. And from what I've seen online of the discussion, it, it's positive. People are like, yay, they're going back to that kind of I mean, style. if we really think about Battlefield 2 and what people actually wanted from it, it was the chaotic you know at yeah. the time it was 16 players or 28 players at the most i thought it was way more than that wasn't it like a 64 Wait, but, player map or something oh maybe that was battlefield 3 maybe. i think battlefield 2 might be a bit less maybe later on it got more but yeah it goes back to that chaotic nature of like vehicles around huge sprawling maps yeah. so what it do so best. much things going on yes yeah. and like complete destruction yeah. always has been about you know i remember the big hype about battlefield 2 battlefield 3 was like Buildings are destroyed, <laughs> and it was just like they could just like crumble, and it's like that was what everyone wanted. Do, do, do you remember the um, the tagline for Battlefield Four where they talked about the the? Dis- I don't actually. So the, 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 well, not the tagline. It, it was destroy what they everything. No, no, no. It, it was because they they were like, oh, all the buildings can be destroyed. Like, look at this giant tower in Shanghai. You're gonna destroy it so many times, <laughs> and and they, and they and they called it Levolution. Levolution. And, and I was just like, oh, you wankers. <laughs> just like, was that the air quote name for the technology? Yeah, as, yeah. A, as in, as it was like the feature, like, this is Levolution. And it's like, you're, I hate your You can level bond. a building. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and that, that was it. Like, Levolution, level a building. Or this is leveling buildings evolve. You've never leveled buildings like this before. You've never seen dust fly around like this before. You've never seen these particles. Um, you've never seen these gameplay <laughs> images of random bits of building just like disappearing after a while or out of the map. <laughs> you losers that always really annoys me in games when like you kill like those people and then you're looting a box you turn around you something you turn around the bodies have like dissolved it's so that bothers me yeah. even happened in last of us too if you if you murder so many people you want you want you want the evidence around you well i mean like at least in last of us too it was like the gravitas of the fact that you're murdering hundreds of people yeah. and that, that's the point of the game and like i turn around to like make a molotov in a corner <laughs> <laughs> and then I turn around, there's like pools of blood and a couple of pistols on the floor. And I was like, was I meant to care yeah. that I killed those people? After you've killed all those people, you turn around to have a really dramatic moment with your co-star. Oh, and then they're gone. I see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, PS5 version is probably going to come out and it'll probably keep the bodies in there. Ooh, last of HD remake. Yeah. Well, not... What did they call... I think they called it a remark. What do they call it? They call it a remaster because they did the, the same. The last one was the remastered edition. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so they'll probably do the same thing, which was incredible. But I mean, yeah, I, I played Last of Us on, on PS4, and was, uh, I really, really liked it. Um, That's but, why I've, I'm always going to be a PlayStation man. The exclusives are just insane. They're good. They're good. Anyway, back to back, back, back to Battlefield 2042. I mean, it looks cool. Top three moments from the trailer. My first one <laughs> was not in any particular order. I loved the. The tanks falling in. And that was cool. The, the the propulsion system to stop them crashing oh, into the ground. Yeah. That was great. I wonder um, if you can get burnt from it. Yeah, I was thinking that. If you stand too close, yeah. it might hurt. Second great moment. I think when it, they were just on the street and all the weather just starts getting the mental. storm coming And they have to like run inside and they go into the elevator. Yeah. And there's that slow moment with the, the heart. That was great. Final favourite moment. 
I think I just really enjoyed them going over the the zip lines oh, between zip the lines. buildings. I'm surprised. And you... seeing a lot of range. I'm surprised you didn't say the bit where they drive a jeep off the building and covered in C4 and use it to blow up a helicopter. I didn't realise it was coming in C4. Yeah. I just thought someone it, Yeah, because the guy like triggers it. Like, I saw him holding deep. the button, but I didn't oh, see, okay. I didn't realise he pressed the button. Yeah. It looked cool. It's Again, it's that kind of like wacky stuff. Like this isn't war yet, but mm. it's like, this is battlefield kind of thing, which I thought was cool. I mean, I always, apart from Battlefield 5, I always get a Battlefield game. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the, will probably be the next one that grabs me in, especially if it like comes out on Xbox Series S. I'm in. Okay, moving on. Uh, Metroid Dread, aka Metroid 5. So you said you saw this and you really, really liked it. So I don't have much history with Metroid games at all. Mm-hmm. I think I've played... One at some point on GameCube. So Metroid Prime, most likely. Probably Metroid Prime, and I sucked it in. Okay. I was quite young then, apologies. <laughs> Strong. Um, and it was quite tricky, and I and I don't think I was in the right zone at the time, but I kind of, you know, I, I've heard a lot about Seamus as a character. and like, Seamus. Is it Seamus? It is not Seamus. Who is it? <laughs> it's not an Irish man called Seamus. <laughs> I, I know it's a woman. <laughs> Are you doing this as a joke? No. How do you pronounce it? Samus. Samus. Seamus. I genuinely thought it was Seamus. <laughs> Who is it? Samus. Right, Sa- Samus. Samus Aran. Oh, so my sentence literally was, people care really, I care a lot, care, feel strongly about Seamus. And I even got that sentence wrong. People care strongly about Samus. Samus Aran. Aran. Samus Aran. So I know that, you know, oh, a lot of people... We're so pro. I know that a lot of people will be disappointed in the... It not being like a first-person no. shooter. No, it's not. Uh, or a direct sequel to this, like, prime well, string of games. No, exactly. But but I think... Um, it looks great, though. It, I love the idea of the difficulty and, like, things become immune to your attacks. I thought the gameplay would be good. I'm not necessarily a side-scrolling man. I've played some that I like, but this looks like something I could get into. A lot of people, I know a lot of people like into, into the first-person stuff from the Prime trilogy. Um, I, But I think there's just a strong audience for, because it started off as a side-scrolling mm. game and Super Metroid was uh, a big deal uh, when that first came out. Um, but most recently was the remake of uh, Metroid 2. And I can't remember if the remake's called Samus Returns or Return of Samus. It's, called, it's one of those. And then that got like a lot of good praise. It was developed by a company called Mercury Steam, and so it, it received it got received very very well. And I believe that's the same developer that is now making this one. So this is like an original tale, or an original story rather than a remake, uh, but with very much kind of like very similar gameplay to that uh, remade version. But it seems that this is getting a lot of positive uh, reception. Because this is a title that had been rumoured for like 15 years or something. Wow. Uh, as in like the original Metroid Dread was meant to be a thing that came out on like the DS back in the day. and just never happened. And what I like about it is that it's a bit of a... It seems a bit of a step outside of it's Nintendo's remit. It's a very different vibe because cause Metroid was always about... Because about I don't like never, a, I never equate Nintendo with horror. Yeah, I mean, well, it is the thing. Cause so the original Metroid... Any, any fear at all. Really. Yeah. <laughs> any kind of emotion the original metroids were, were about kind of like being very isolated you know you're a single person in this vast cavernous labyrinth kind of thing and that feels like what they're going for here but with like a lot more of like a you you know this is fucking terrifying kind mm. of like because like i mean it starts off with you being caught by this remote robotic monster and i saw someone online say you know what the way it moved absolutely terrifying and i hate it however the actual look of it it looks like dog from half-life 2 it looks cute I, yeah, I mean, a massive Resident Evil fan, Dark Souls. Oh, which, so this is definitely... I mean, yeah, own. I mean, with the side-scrolling aspect, I mean, I liked the, the a lot of the gameplay touches that I saw. There seemed to be, like, a lot of the abilities that, like, Samus can get and, you know, like, to help her, like, escape in this world. But I've, I've never been someone... I like horror at my own pace. Yeah. Knowing the way that I play, I gather resources, so I have things that I need. I hoard, yeah. <laughs> so when it's like Resident Evil 2, uh, Mr. X is coming at you, it's like blind panic to get away, and it's just like running, running, running. And it looks similar in Metroid Dread, where the alarm's ringing, something's coming mm-hmm. at you, and it's like kind of fast paced getting away, where one little slip up will get you caught. Yeah. And then that kind of lack of options. I find that really stressful and not actually that enjoyable. Not as appealing. Okay. 
Uh, you think you're going to get it? I think I'm, I'm going to wait to hear a bit more. Okay. And also wait for the price tag as well. Because <laughs> Nintendo Switch games are pricey. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think they're going for... It looks like it's probably going to be a full price. 59 yeah. 99 yeah. obviously. Cool. Uh, Starfield. So we don't know too much about this. And I've only just seen the trailer You've today. I've only just seen the trailer. It's Moments ago, in fact. It is out in essentially 14, 15, 16 months. Okay. And why did you describe it in baby terms? I, I don't know. <laughs> well, because I was going to say like a My year. My baby is sixteen months. <laughs> two years in yeah. a bit. Go for yourself. <laughs> sixteen months, yeah. Yeah, two years. No. <laughs> this is why you don't use months. It's a year and four months. Because I was going to say a year, and I was like, well, that's not right. And I was going to say a year and a half. I was like, that's also not right. So I was like, what's in between? <laughs> what even is between? Uh, which isn't even correct. It would have been like twenty months. So it's out in a year and a bit. It, it's out next October. Okay. I know nothing about it. I know nothing about the gameplay. I know it's on a new... I'm putting... For the listeners, I'm putting new in massive quotation marks. Because uh, one of the biggest jokes about Bethesda's games has always been the engine that they use. Because it's uh, like a 20-something-year-old engine that was crap to begin with. And apparently they're using a new version of it. I've been a fan of... When we say the engine, this is the same engine that runs Fallout and Skyrim, right? Well, this is the thing. Apparently, this is a new version. A new version. Yeah. So it's still the same so, well, engine. Well, they call it it's a creation engine, and they've used the creation engine for, like, I think it was Morrowind, Oblivion, Fallout 3, Skyrim, Skyrim. and then Fallout 4 and Fallout 6. I mean, you get a system and it works. But it doesn't work. It's but buggy as hell. It is buggy as hell, it's true, but it has created a very much lo- so many much loved Lord of Games. Some, I th- well, okay, most of them were positively received except for Fallout 76. I think and positively of- received as being a very. That's like a very like diplomatic way of being. <laughs> well, I mean, well, diplomatic well, is the wrong word. Well, it's for, undragging it, if that's a phrase. Well, Fallout Three and, and Oblivion and Skyrim, you know, all, all had positive reviews and received very warmly. And, yes, and, and, and sold very well, all that kind of stuff. But Fallout Four did get some backlash for some aspects of it. Like some people yeah. felt it was dumbed down, not as engaging as Three. The crafting, not the crafting system. The whole the, building, the, the settlement oh, system. Oh my goodness, yeah. That no that's one wanted. definitely a PC feature. Yeah. Like, that's got to be way more easier to do on PC. <laughs> yeah. And then the most Basically, recent... I, I, I just found it completely inaccessible on my console. I, I, I didn't I didn't hate it, but... And also, I, I didn't care. Well, yeah, that, that was the thing. I didn't hate it, but I didn't care. Like, it, it wasn't crucial to the story. So there was this whole system, and it's like, well, you don't need to do it. I was like, all right, bye. And then the most recent, the most recent uh, title, Fallout 76, which got welcomed about as well as the plague um i think it's good that they're moving to a new engine mm. and hopefully it is a new engine and not just creation with like a two with, like like written in crayon next mm. to it my one concern bethesda has always done their marketing really well and they show off their games and they look amazing every time i mean i, may, I remember the first rodal trailer yeah exactly all, these trailers are always like really well done and they always hype me up mm. and fortunately for the most part when I play the games I'm like I'm satisfied and and it meets the expectations but after partially after Fallout 4 and definitely after Fallout 76 I'm like I'm a bit more dubious where I'm like you're showing us a game dubious I'm a bit dubious dubious and um, and what they've shown looks good but they haven't shown any gameplay how it plays what the moment to moment you know uh, behaviour is and so I'm a bit Skeptical. I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical until the show because I would love Skyrim in space. Already from you describing the creation engine and uh, them talking about this is a new version of it, are you assuming that this will be Skyrim in space? So, uh, or, like, the way, if, if I think of it that way, I think of you've got a ship, almost like your horse, and you travel to planet to planet, almost like the free roaming in Skyrim, you well, travel I mean... from place to place, and... There'll be random encounters and things on different planets. Maybe there's like a set number of planets. I, I don't know to what extent. I'm, I'm, I'm saying like, you know, like my fantasy would be Skyrim in space. From what we've heard about the story so far is that uh, you're, part, you're, you're, you're a pilot as, or an astronaut, astronaut as part of the Constellation program, uh, which is the last group of human explorers because humanity has already kind of conquered the stars. Kind of, well, not conquered the stars, but they've already gone out to space and they've done well. And now you are part of the last group of explorers, um, which sounds like a very interesting premise. But again, we don't know like how story heavy this is, how open it is, or linear it is. So, so we'll see. So, I want to believe. I want to be optimistic. I, I, I want to believe Todd Howard again, but I, <laughs> I, I, I simply cannot. I wonder if it's going to be a tighter No Man's Sky, the kind of 
free traveling with like an overarching story with your own ship that you can customize. But G- you... Give me Titan No Man's Sky, I will give you money because Fair. because I think I think that is a formula that is almost there. Any last thoughts on Starfield before we move on? I'm excited. I mean, I'm massive first fan. I think anything they touch is great. Okay. Have you played Fallout 76? Apart from that. Okay. <laughs> I, to make sure. I haven't played it. Um, I am tempted to do it with my Game Pass. Tempted. Okay. Okay. Now that I've got a snazzy, fast Xbox that can get online quick. We are definitely not being paid by Microsoft, by the way. <laughs> just in case anyone's wondering. Well, if Microsoft wants to send us a game or a just console, some new controllers. If you, if you want to send us more consoles, because we already have the consoles. Well, the more Xbox games we play, the more we can talk about We're them. absolute shills. Let's see. What was next on your list? It was Outer Worlds 2, but there's not really a lot to talk about there, because the trailer was nothing. And you haven't seen the trailer. I haven't seen it. I haven't played it. It's Okay. We'll skip Outer Worlds too. And the game I've played is Outer Worlds. No, you've played Outer Worlds. This is a sequel to Outer Worlds. Have you played Outer Worlds? No, I want to. But you haven't played Outer Worlds too? Because that's coming out? Yeah. Okay. So I want to play Outer Worlds. Oh, mate, Outer Worlds is great. I know. I'm, I plan to play it. Oh. <laughs> but I haven't yet. Uh, Elden Ring. So I love Dark Souls. I love Bloodborne. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. haven't played it much yet. Dark Souls was, you know... A torture, but a dream at the same time. Loved it. Loved playing, making my way through those games. So yeah, I'm all about whatever soft, whatever from software wants to throw at me. I think the trailer for Elden Ring looks great. I expected more in terms of variation from the Dark Souls mm-hmm. formula. I think looking at the trailer, there's nothing I could say that like puts this firmly as a next gen game. Yeah, because it looks like Dark Souls. Yeah. So many beats of it are Dark Souls. The armor looks like Dark Souls. (laughs) The bosses look like Dark Dark Souls bosses. The dragon and the lightning looks like Dark Souls. And so it was great to hear that this feels like a sequel to Mm -hmm. the Dark Souls universe. So it's like the the continuing story of Dark Souls. So that kind of repetition and thread makes sense. But it's been very quiet for a long time. And people have been very excited about Elden Ring for a long time. And, you know, you have the news that George R. R. Martin was joining. So I expected, I think I expected more. Yeah. And it still looks great. So yeah. it's interesting. I'm happy to have more interesting things set in the Dark Souls universe. Sure, I'm going to love it. I, well, I mean, it sounds like it. Um, I'm going to go against the grain here and piss off the entire gaming community by saying, I think everyone's overhyped themselves way too silly about this game. I think they have. I think, <laughs> we've, we've again, with like Martin joining it and, you know people being very excited about From Software, it's, yeah, I think maybe I was a little bit guilty of that too, but... I, I was trying to understand why there was so much hype because I, I get it was, like, purely on the name mm. because it's, like, From Software that have made, you know, they have made a series of very successful games and 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 I get it. And then you have George R. R. Martin coming on board with his own wild lore to, to join in on it and, and, and I can see how those two things combining makes sense so like like in some aspects of the two very very uh, similar threads that you can tie together to make something interesting but considering we knew nothing really of like the gameplay or the setting or the differences or changes from previous from software games i couldn't understand why everyone was waiting for this for so long unless you're a real dark souls enthusiast i think we're already for something a bit different mm-hmm. and even just the narrator on the trailer it's the same kind of vibe. It's the same kind of vibe. That old, that old woman voice muttering something mm-hmm. about a prophecy, and like a, a a king character towards the end being like, "No, yeah. don't <laughs> do that," or whatever. And, it's, and it's like the tarnished or the ashen or undead. It was Dark Souls one, but you were like brand new or something. The, the sign. Anyway, you were undead. The hollowed, the That's hollow, it. yeah. And so it's it's very familiar beats. Yeah. I, and, and, and it's like, you know, we're on PS5 now and you still can't get your characters like mouths moving. <laughs> I know that's a deliberate artistic choice, but there's, I think that it's like time to, to innovate and, a bit. And also that they have this, there's the interesting fact Even of, some of the magic look the same yeah. from like, the other games. Graphics look the same. There's, I was going to say, I because... Because um, the Demon Soul remake has come out already, yes, which everyone playing, and looks it seems to look better. It looks incredible than this, and uh, and it wasn't oh, made by From really Software. Good point. And so it's been made. It's made by uh, Blue Point, I think. So those are the guys who make all the remakes. Uh, so they've, they've done like Shadow of the Colossus remake and all that kind of stuff. So they've remade 
I, ho- I, I hope this is the correct. I think this is the correct information, which is they've remade Demon Souls, you know, for kind of like point for point from the original game. It didn't involve from software because Demon Soul is technically a Sony property now. So and they you, took their learn from Demon Souls, yeah, and just moved on and 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 applied it to their later games. So, but yeah, the Demon Soul remake looks incredible mm. and it's already out. It really does. And then you've got this game, which is coming out by the time it comes out, it would have because Demon Souls came out. Well, it was launch? a PS Five launch title, yeah. November? Last Christmas. It's December. December 2020. No, sir. So it'll Just be... Just give this a time stamp. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Last yeah. Christmas could be... Last Christmas. If someone's listening yeah. three years okay. from now, it's like, it did just come <laughs> out, point. guys. Good December point. 2020. Good point. Remember and that so, time and... when we were in lockdown? <laughs> and uh, no one could get a PS5, no matter how hard they tried. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad those days are over. I'm talking from a point now where we imaginally have them. <laughs> imaginary... Have our imaginary PS5s in the future. I don't need an imaginary PS5. I'm not. I'm not enough in the camp of being a From Software fan to be mm. to, to get it. But maybe it'll come out and blow everyone's socks off, and I'll have my mind changed. Because because the only Soulsborne game I played is Bloodborne. And what did you think of that? And I liked it. I haven't finished it, and I, I probably won't finish it at this stage. But I get it. I was like, oh, I get the appeal now. Okay. And and, and I understand why everyone loves this. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I did because I was like, oh shit, like, 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 like this is this world is like just dripping with atmosphere yes. and it's full of challenge okay, and, it's, cool, yeah. and it's full of exploration and and you start out as like absolutely nothing and you start no stories to, being fed to you yeah. you find it all like and, and it's all like it's, it's a really weird vibe and it's like it's, it's just there's this like weird sense of foreboding about everything the aesthetic is incredible I love it in, I, in I, Dark Souls and Bubble and, and I, I do want to go back to it at some point I just mm. can't be asked right now because it's too difficult and I'm not enough of a man to complete you know, it I was so I would never been one for the player versus player stuff, PvP mm-hmm. stuff, but the main story stuff and like getting people on, like getting people like the ghosts in stuff to like help out is all about and like going to help other people in their worlds. So into it. Yeah, I was like determined in Bloodborne to get like the best ending. Yeah. I was like on Googling stuff and, and like finding like what I had to do so like, to get the perfect ending and I, I really enjoyed the work to do that. Yeah. It does feel like work. And, no, no, and it's not easy. And I often talk about with you, with any, anyone who will listen, um, how just on the corner of a street. Listen, listen. Modern um, games are the same as old games, um, but they aren't. And I, and I do generally feel that way. How you know I could go back to we've had this conversation countless times, Annie. How I would always go back to Final Fantasy VIII any mm-hmm. day and love it. And yeah. I'd play that for hours. Whereas like modern games, as soon as I finish it, finish it, I'm done with it. Uh, next on the list. Halo Infinite. So I'm really excited about Halo again because I haven't played Halo in a long time. I've mm-hmm. always really loved Halo. We've got a lot of memories. We, we've got we've got a lot invested in, in the history of Halo, and we played a lot of Halo Three together. We've gone through the legendaries and all the skulls. We've we've, we've made content. With I'm, Halo. I'm very pleased to have Halo back in my life. Um, the gameplay trailer from last year wasn't fantastic. It, I, I remember it being it was very exciting flat. to see. I enjoyed to see. the grappling hook. Mm-hmm. Looked cool. Um, yeah, it just looked like. More Halo. Yeah. Um, I think that's the issue. It's just like, all right, yeah, that looks like what we thought Halo looks like kind of thing. So there wasn't anything that went, ooh. I mean, with this idea of it being infinite, I think that is quite vague, but also kind of exciting in terms of like this weird idea that Halo Infinite is going to be some sort of hub. It's almost more open world because I think mm. from what they said on the map, it's like, here's a giant uh, section of, of the, this Halo ring. You can either go here and like, you can either go to point A and deal with this, or point B, and deal with this, or whatever, mm. and it'll still be story structured. I don't know if I love that, because for me, I've always just loved, it sounds really stupid, I've always loved the story campaigns of yes, Halo. absolutely. Um, even though the multiplayer is awesome, but I've always just loved, here's a story about the Master Chief struggling to get some shit done. Mm. That's what I want to see. It, it, reading between the lines of what they've said about Halo Infinite so far, it sounds like it's going to be less that, it sounds like it's almost becoming closer to like like an Assassin's Creed sandbox game. So I was going to say, is it coming closer to being more Marvel's Avengers? It could all... It could so with actually. Marvel's Avengers, you've got the whole matchmaking, off you pop to complete the mission. Yeah. A bit like our riders now too. The problem with Avengers that I found was I was playing on PlayStation 4. It took me about 15 minutes to get from turning the PlayStation on so to actually, actually playing the game. Because the game has to load... It's my PlayStation is roaring at me because it's so old. You know what doesn't do that? Xbox. My Xbox Series S. <laughs> and roaring at me that like, this is like too hard for it. I'm like, come on, like stroking my PlayStation yeah. to like get through the title screen and like war table, load the mission, 
choose character. Are there friends you can play with? The answer is probably no. Yeah. Don't have your friends to play with because I have none. And yeah, and then you're eventually playing a mission. Anyway, Anyway. going back to Halo, I feel like, yeah, if there's like a hub system and it's like, we're going to go do mission X or mission Y, depending on where they are in the ring or what point in the story they are, it's not necessarily a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but as long as they keep that Halo vibe. Yeah. And I think Halo is cool. I mean, I saw that trailer earlier was excited initially, but now that I think more about it, how many Halo trailers have you seen where there's, like, Master Chief either floating through, walking through, (laughs) being near to, either barely alive or deceased humans, and there being some sort of solemn moment and, like, five words from the Chief near a drum roll. Yeah. So it sounds cool. And then a conversation with a quirky AI. Yeah. Yeah. The trailer didn't really do a lot for me. Um, You've only got one bullet. <clears throat> How are you going to get through? Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost becoming. It's almost becoming a parody. Neutral. Yeah, it's, it's almost. He's almost becoming like like a satire of himself. Did, did that, was that voice? No, no, that doesn't sound like do anything like anyone. What, 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 I'll be the guy. What, I'll be. I'll be, be the scrawny human on the radio, and I want you to be like what master chief. Yeah, you have to say like one bullet is what it takes or something. No, 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 it's, it's like, it's enough. Like, yeah, that's enough. Right, okay, so you ready? Okay. All right. Is your voice ready? Yeah. Okay. You've only got one bullet. What are you going to do? That's not how to... <laughs> that's not the line. What is the line? <laughs> You've only got one bullet. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. And, and, then, and then I say, I told you, it's enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we've lost the window. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we You've just done it. Yeah, we shouldn't it's have great. done any of that. enjoyed it. Yeah, that trailer didn't really do a lot for me. The only trailer I've liked from Halo Infinite was the kind of... The retconned Cortana. No. Well, I mean, Halo 5 had all this garbage about Cortana's uh, character development, which um, was garbage. And it looks like they're barely even... Because she's a machine. (sighs) It's it's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. Yeah. She's not a real person. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Master Chief's the same, doesn't love anyone. I love how the characters about oh, Halo is all around a computer and, like, even though so many people die. God, yeah. Like, like, I mean, it's, it's one of those things like... like we need Colonel Johnson back. It's, it's like, uh, I mean, he's dead. Yeah. And oh. he died in a stupid way. Anyways, anyways, anyways. I'm going to play it. I hope I like it. We're absolutely doing campaign co-op. We're, 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 we're going to do campaign co-op. And the last thing I'll say about this before we move on is with multiplayer, I don't know if you saw the announcement, Halo multiplayer is going free to play. So you can play yes, I did it see that. separately online, obviously, free to play. Through Halo Infinite? No, as in I think you can just play, play it by itself. Whoa. As in it's just going to be separate. Interesting. See, when I was thinking about Halo Infinite could in be the wrong. hub world, Don't I me. thought you'd get through, you'd have like the story ever expanding of Halo Infinite, where there'd be like some sort of end game later, but there'd be like installments like yeah. they're doing with Avengers but then there'd be the side thing of the multiplayer I really hope not and the multiplayer looks really cool and it looks back to like Halo 3 level of like customization, but no like money mm-hmm. well it's like cosmetics to buy but yeah. I think that like enhances the game I think, I think so I'm, well, I'm happy to that I'm open to that I think if I understand correctly it's, it's free to play it's going to be its own separate thing obviously I'm, I imagine you can launch get to it through oh, Infinite man, as well Halo after this. but yeah but, but uh but the only thing that, that 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 gives me pause for thought is them like saying the first season of Halo Multiplayer. I'm like, ah, uh, here we go. Sake. I think it'll be just like episodic, like Apex Legends is. Yeah. And you love Apex. I I did, I did. I'm done with it now. Ba-ba-ba-ba. But uh, that's not the Apex. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's gonna get copyright. It's gonna get a copyright strike because you're you're singing it too accurately. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Okay, last game. I'm gonna skip Guardians of the Galaxy. Looks cool. Looks cool. Find out more. We'll find out more. I think it looks good. I think it looks better than Avengers did. Okay. And uh, I think it looks like it's going to play better than Avengers. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, which really kills me because I really wanted a good... I, good. I really I wanted a good Iron Man game. But like, I mean, playing as Iron Man on it is good. When you're Iron Man, it is good fun. Have you played Anthem? No. Play Anthem. And even though I've never played Avengers before, I can guarantee you Anthem is a better Iron Man game. I probably know that it is, Danny. I believe you. <laughs> but, like, we both know... My response to that. Yeah, you're not going to play Anthem. I wouldn't recommend anyone play Anthem. Yeah, I was just saying, <laughs> trash. We all know this. 
Cool. Now, my last, dad has that one thing that makes it. It's got that one thing. It, it kept me entertained for an hour, so I got an hour of gameplay out of it, which, was, which was enough. I was like, cool. One day you'll have a VR headset and you can play the Iron Man game. If I'm ever on a game development team and they're like, just by coincidence, we're having to make an Iron Man game, I'll be like, I know how to make a good Iron Man game because I played Anthem for an hour a couple of years ago. <laughs> so don't worry about it, lads. I've got this. I've got the design ready. Uh, lastly, but not leastly, Breath of the Wild 2. So I've written down here as a note. That Nintendo do have a title for it. They've only called it the Breath of the Wild sequel this whole time. Mm. They do have a title. They're not revealing the title. Because it gives too much away. Which I think is an absolutely ridiculous thing. Because it's like... Interesting opinion. Apparently, it's roughly a year away or so. They're aiming for a 2022 release. But no idea if they'll make it. Mm. But it's like... Like, what? Like, spoiling for who? Like what? Someone who's never played a Zelda game. It's like so, so. So you're worried about spoiling Zelda, the next Zelda game for people who haven't played Zelda, and also it's a spoiler for like the next game that we. It's like why are you putting a spoiler in your title then? I mean, it's, it's just going to be something like Ganon's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ganon returns. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be called. Oh, really... Ganon dies. No, it's not going to be called something like you know, like Death of like, like Legend of Zelda, like Zelda dies at the start. It's not going to be called that. Like, it's not going to be called like Rescue Zelda or something because because in this trailer it starts with Zelda falling down a pit. Oh, I thought that was Link. Nah, dude, it's Zelda. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, again. So a lot of people were hoping that you'd play with Zelda. <gasps> Zelda's demise. Yeah, maybe it could be like called like the Death of Zelda or something. Well, but I mean, you have to reveal the title at some point, and you're just going to spoil everyone's death. Like, why not? I don't understand why they're not doing it now. I guess maybe they're holding off. The, I mean, maybe the title spoils too much of the gameplay for now, and they don't want to give away too much. That's too a, soon. Okay, that's that's fair because because you've seen it, you saw the trailer, yeah, and you saw the hints towards time manipulation. Yes. Yeah, and it looks cool. Yes, because that bit of the the spiky ball rolling down a hill you mm. freeze it and it, you see like the path it's taken yeah, to you get send to it you, back and you can see what will happen when you send it that looks awesome so and I loved the power of the water droplet yeah that the water cool. droplet thing was like the coolest thing were, were, were you completely taken aback when they when the trailer starts and it's just Link just falling through the clouds mm. like it looked like something out of like Greek mythology or that bit in like Godzilla the remake oh, of Godzilla when they're like falling the halo through the gray the halo jump yeah. through the clouds with the red flares I, I want but someone to Zelda edit style. that clip of Zelda now but with, with the a divine beast underneath oh Oof. that'd be cool that would be cool they yeah. get, the, get the camel one because that's like with the electricity what, what if it's Link falling through the clouds and, and, and then as you're falling you, you catch a glimpse of the, the master sword is also falling with you and you have to go and pick up <laughs> Ooh, the sword yeah. before you hit the ground oh that what it's like Gandalf when he's falling through the yeah. like, barrel pit and he like grabs his staff and thinking, sword on the way down I was thinking Wonder Woman in, in Justice League but Gandalf is a cool example I hope the Divine Beasts have some sort of appearance because there was such a feature of Breath of the Wild 1 and a massive part of the game and a massive part of the lore as well around the, the defence against the ancient machinery mm-hmm. and the defence against Ganon. So I hope that they just don't vanish off the face of the earth. I mean, a lot of this gameplay looks like it doesn't even take place on the ground. A lot of it is going through Or maybe land the Divine Beast has like gone up on these land masses. So yeah, yeah again, going, going to the land masses. Me well, my... well, well, there's a Divine Beast as the bird. So yes. At the very least, we could have that. Ginsbanar. I, mean, I do not the remember. The bird's name. You, Banar, you've got my copy of Breath of the Wild. I do, and I love it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Are you done me with it? And, <laughs> I am. You have back. Um, please don't take it. Um, me and my housemate were talking about it, and we were just wondering, like, you know, how how this build in the first one, how because obviously the shrines, obviously, were a massive part mm-hmm. of Breath of the Wild one and, and and the gameplay cycle, and so in Breath of the Wild two, presumably. Unless Nintendo be, or whoever makes it, do classic Nintendo and they take away the Master Sword again, um, which could potentially happen because mm-hmm. that always happens. Yeah. But you just, I, I'm, I'm just going to go on the, the assumption that, like, we're all grown ups <laughs> and life moves forward rather than that. We all grow rather than repeating the you, mistakes of the past. You are making a lot of bold assumptions I mean, right now. We keep making the links of the past. Um, and so, like, you know, he's he's got the Master Sword. You know, he's saved Hyrule, as far as he knows. Um, so if he's still got his powers and his, his, his Sheik Slate and all that jazz, then it could be, like, a really cool build. And, you know, obviously, like, the new dimension of land masses being now in the air. And I and presume that's going to have something to do with 
evil coming from the depths of the world because I know that was hinted at as well in the first game when you know Ganon comes as this like insidious creeping thing from the mm-hmm. of the earth like yeah. where evil comes from and me and my flatmate were talking and I said it'd be really cool if instead of it being like a Ganon thing let's presume again we're all grown-ups <laughs> Ganon's dead Link has beaten him but actually now you're facing like the first evil yeah the thing that you know like created Ganon this is the thing that is in the bowels of the earth mm-hmm. and you've killed the messenger and now this is the real thing kind of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer yeah. when she eventually fights the first evil that's responsible for all evil in the world that's a really timely reference <laughs> isn't it no, no I've been thinking about this <laughs> no one has thought about Buffy the Vampire Slayer for years as I said we're all grown ups <laughs> we're all grown ups we're all old yeah I, I mean we're all it, it could, yeah roughly it could go in any direction because I really, I would love it if it went in the direction that you said. Mm. I don't think it will. I think Nintendo will be classic <laughs> Nintendo. And what they'll have is, at the start, you will be linked with all, with the Master Sword and all your bits and bobs and stuff. Amnesia. And then this, and then some nonsense will happen right. where the ground will break, you'll get flung into space or whatever. The Master Sword will conveniently slip out of your hands. And you'll lose your gadgets or whatever. You'll lose a Sheikah Slate or something. All of my 16 hearts will go down. Yeah. Back to three. You'll, you'll be back to being injured as hell. No! Yeah, I, I think that's what will happen. I mean, I could be wrong. But then surely he should eat like five plates, whatever weird <laughs> casserole he's made. And then he have the hearts will be all back. I don't know. It's, well, I mean, because yeah, because every, because Zelda games very rarely have direct sequels. But when yeah. they but when they do, they still reset you. It's just a habit. There's no way they'll let you start the game with like a million hearts. No way. It's very hard to like reconcile that sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Especially I... if there's been that that significant a gap. Yeah. And I think we, where the world of Breath of the Wild was so immersive, and you invested so much in that, and all of it is about character building, like building your strength for yeah. this final fight. Yeah. To have that strength then ripped away from you. It could be very underwhelming. It could be very disappointing. I, I think. Start. I think that's sad. But I think it's probably that. I think they're going to do some form of that. So that was Breath of the Wild two, the sequel. What do you have any anything out of all of those that we've discussed? What are you most looking forward to? I think I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna be a really lame gamer <laughs> and also really lame because of my new console and say I'm excited about Halo. Okay which I haven't seen in a very long time. <laughs> and I also think I'm... It's very unlike me. I'm, I think I'm excited about Battlefield uh, 2042 a lot as well. Gosh, 2007. I much. know. I think I need to see more about Starfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, no, totally. excited about that. Anyone who looks at that entire list and says, yeah, Starfield is uh, the one I'm going for, is a lunatic. So. But I mean, I do trust Nintendo. And Breath of the Wild was absolutely incredible. It was amazing. So I think Breath of the Wild 2 will be good, but... I think Breath of the Wild 2 is probably top of this list What about you? Yeah, top of this? I, I think Breath of the Wild 2, just because it looks weird enough compared to first Breath of the Wild. It looks weird and it is a world I really want to get back into. I, I've not played any other Zelda games. This this was my first... I bought a Switch for Breath of the Wild because of, of that trailer. And you never played any other Zelda games? No. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, I love Breath of the Wild 1. I've got a Switch for it. So I really, really, really want to like Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah. And I hope it's good. I'm sure it will be. And it's the thing I'm most interested in in this list. But we'll never know. Or we, or we won't know for another year or so minimum. Oh, it's going to be a while. It's, it's going to be a while. Assuming that they don't push back. And I have a feeling they're going to delay it. Just before we go, mm-hmm. what, uh, is, what, what are you playing at the moment? Right now, I've started playing The Outer Wilds. Okay. Which is a very different game to what you've played. The Outer, Outer Worlds. Worlds. Yes. Which is also very different from the deep silver game, which is Outwood. Outwood. Right. Yeah. Which has some DLC out, apparently. That took me yeah. about 15 minutes to get my head around before this podcast started. <laughs> uh, so yes, I'm playing The Outer Worlds, and it is incredibly different to anything I've played before. Okay. Because it is a game. You are an alien who is an astronaut, and you uh, and, and it's your launch day where you get to launch into space. Aww. And it's just like really kind of like, tiny town version of a solar system where other astronauts like you have gone to other planets and you're kind of meant to and and this is a tiny bit spoilery but it's a time loop game okay because what happens is you start exploring the the solar system you're trying to find the other planets where the other astronauts have gone and and at some point you realize oh shit the sun's gone supernova and then you wake up again at the same point where you started before 
And then you have, to, and then it goes from there. You build up more and more information about what's going on in the solar system. So I haven't, I haven't finished. It. I'm nowhere near finishing it. But it's kind of at the stage of like finding out. I think it's finding out what the hell is going on. Why is the supernova happening? And trying to stop it. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, essentially. Ooh. So it, it's really interesting in, in, in that regard. Um, it's got a really cool little aesthetic. It's a really charming little game. The gameplay, it's not like a shooter. It's not like an action game or anything. It's literally like flying a ship, exploring, using a scanner to try and find out where things are uh, and just trying to hook up with like these other astronauts and find out what they know. Mm. Really, really... And some, it, it's got some moments. It's difficult to describe. It's got these moments that feel very special because they don't happen a lot in games. Like like the first time you hit the, the supernova and the credits were on, you're like, oh, shit, I just died just like that. Fair enough. So that's what I'm playing. That's cool. Um, what are you playing? Uh, at the moment, I'm playing Outriders. Mm-hmm. Re-enjoying it. It's quite instancy, but um, the guns feel great. The powers are really cool. Um, you described it as like Avengers, but better. I think it's just better because I'm not playing on PlayStation 4, to be honest. <laughs> and like the loading is quick. So send it the it PS5. Doesn't, it doesn't send, it doesn't feel like I'm waiting that long. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in game in like five minutes. The the, the, the barrier to entry for this game is, is so quick. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's like, it's got like a, a bit of a naff like sci-fi story, but I quite like it. Mm-hmm. And like finding out what's going on and like your powers develop and like there's like loads of, it's that classic like reward cycle of like, his new gun, his new ability, his yeah. level up. Here's a class point, and it's like, I'm into that at the moment. That's so, cool. So you're not really playing it much for the story, is it just... The, the I'm, I'm playing it for the story, and I'm playing it for some of the encounters, while sometimes it is just flooded with enemies. <laughs> the moment-to-moment action of being in a gunfight, even if like something's a bit bullet spongy, is really dynamic and really fun. Yeah. And especially if you're playing with other people who've got abilities different to you... It feels like it's 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 frantic and chaotic, but it feels like you are the cause of that chaos. Nice, but it feels like there's so much magic happening on the yeah. screen that it's just like this is awesome. <laughs> okay. So I'm enjoying it so far. I should probably join you for a game. Yeah, you absolutely uh, should because I also have an Xbox Series S. Do you? Game Pass, yes. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know we don't mention it a lot, but I do. I think you could download the Xbox app on your phone and start downloading. You're right. I could do it right now. You could do it right now. You could download it on your phone right now. Start downloading on your Xbox at home so you can play when you get home. I could. I don't think you can do it on PlayStation. I don't know if you can do it on PlayStation Five, but Sony, send us a PS Five so we can check this out. Okay. Um, I'd love to know more. I'd love to. We would love to know more. Send us a PS Five. Send two. So that's been the show. That was E3 2021. It was. Um, I've been Danny. I've been George. This has been 30 for knowledge, but today we've been 30 for games. 30 for games, that's how we are. I've actually packed this in. Huh? Sorry, I said really fast. Ratchet and Clank. (laughs) Oh, yes. Sick. It looks all right. It looks... Okay, yeah, it does look good. It's it's the only game I've seen where it's like, let's actually make use of an SSD by having multiple worlds loading at once. It's sexy. But I'm not going to talk about that until Sony sends us PS5. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. I demand a name. (laughs) Bye, everyone.